Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaVariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. We know that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Thank you for joining me today on What Matters. How are you this morning? Today is the show that challenges you to make a difference. This is the show that motivates you to make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. And we're starting a new year. So this is a time for you to start this new year with a fresh perspective. For this one hour, spend the time listening, thinking about how this information presented here applies to you. And actually today, I'd ask you to do more than just think about it. I'm going to ask you to take some action. I want you to take the action yourself. I don't want you listening for someone else. I don't want you listening for a significant other, a best friend, a child, a parent, or a coworker. I want you focused on you. You are the only person you can really change. You are the only person that you are responsible for. You are the person that can truly make a difference. We are all very, very busy. Have you noticed? We lead very busy lives. Sometimes... We feel more alive when we are busy. Sometimes we just get caught up in the many tasks and obligations, things we've assigned to ourselves to get done in our day. And in doing that, it might be really easy to forget our goals or to lose focus. There is so much information out there, isn't there? So many things to focus our attention on. And it's easy then to get overwhelmed or confused. We clutter up our minds with all kinds of really important stuff. But when it comes right down to it, that really important stuff isn't nearly as important as the people that we're taking for granted or the actions that lead us to our goals. 
We waste our energy. And today, I want you to refocus your energy. I want you to focus first on your gratitude. That's right. Let's start by making our own sunshine. It is winter, and winter has finally come to my part of the country. And it is very chilly this morning. And it's one of those mornings that when you walk outside, oh my, it wakes you up right now. And there's not a lot of sunshine out there today, but that doesn't matter. Because we can make our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? Who are the important people? The things that have flowed into your life, the blessings that you've received, that you are grateful for today. I know this morning, because it is so cold, I have lots of cats in the house that should be playing outside. You see, ordinarily, when I'm talking with you, I send the young cats outside to play. But this morning, they think it's too chilly. So they've stayed in. And I've had the joy of watching great acrobatics today. Cats dangling from off of the side of a chair. I have one balanced on top of a file cabinet right now. They've been romping and playing, and they remind me to have joy in my life, to really be present in each moment, and just enjoy the experience of being. Being present to each other, being present to my own experience and creating my own sunshine. I am grateful for you today, you who are listening, you who want to make a change, because I know that when you decide to focus your energy on creating a change within yourself, you will create change far down the line in every person that you come in contact with and every person that they come in contact with and it just goes on and on and on. And I am grateful that you want to do this, that you see yourself as important to the world. This is very important for all of us. Now last week, we began to discuss goals because it is the beginning of a new year. And at the beginning of a new year, we often reflect on where we've been and where we want to be. And so last week, we talked about looking back, looking at the things you don't want, looking at the things that you do want. And if you've prepared your list of what you don't want and another list of what you do want, then you have a good foundation for this next step that we are going to take today. So let me review. You have a list of what you don't want. That's the moving away from motivation. That's what gets you into action. You have your list of what you do want. That's your moving towards motivation. If you've made this list with lots of strong positive emotions that you've associated with those things that you do want, that will get you through the tough spots on the road. But this week, we want to focus more on the actual goal, developing a very clear path to follow. 
a journey that will challenge you, but also that you know is doable. I'm again going to use the weight loss example, but you can follow this process for any goal you want to create for yourself. Does your list contain statements like, I want to lose weight, or my body moves freely? Good start, but not enough yet. A goal is never a want. A goal is a commitment. So you have to make the statement an action. It might not be a grammatically correct, but simply a phrase. Exercise three times a week is a specific action and frequency. Sometimes you don't need more than that. I would challenge you to go beyond that task statement to the result. Now, don't get me wrong. I love task statements. They are the building blocks for goal achievement. But if the task is the only part of your goal, then what will motivate you when you wake up on a rainy or a gray, cold morning and don't feel like exercising? See, it's too easy to let yourself slide because you haven't linked it to a reason or a purpose. You've simply assigned yourself a task. Do you make to-do lists? I do. My to-do lists are always longer than the amount of time that I have available. And I love to check off tasks on my lists. I have lists in many places in my house. One on my desk, one on the refrigerator. And they're different. You see, on my desk, I get to check it off. On my refrigerator, I actually get to erase it. It's so satisfying. But a to-do list is not a commitment. A to-do list helps me stay focused. But I can very very easily drop my to-do list if I get a better offer. And I'm talking any offer. You know, hold a cat on my lap, grocery shopping sounds really good, anything. It, I can be distracted. A to-do list is just a way of organizing. And that's what a task statement like exercise three times a week is. It's an assignment or a way of organizing yourself. But because it's not a commitment, it is too easy to let it slide if you make yourself a better offer. You know, like hitting the snooze alarm for another 30 minutes. So we'll come back around to commitment a little later. Let's start by defining your goal. It has to be personal. Your goal has to be about you. Something you do, learn, accomplish, or let go of. It has to be within your control to do or accomplish. It can't be reliant on anyone else. Even when a business sets a sales goal or a fiscal goal, it is within their ability to achieve by the performance of the sales staff and production team. No business succeeds that places the responsibility for the sale on the customer. So create a goal that is within your responsibility and ability to achieve. Your goal has to be specific. You are defining a result or an outcome. That may include a date to have achieved the goal, or it may be a difference you want to notice in a prescribed amount of time. I usually start with a one-year comparison. Where do you want to be a year from now? That's in relation to whatever life area your goal applies to. Let's take weight loss. One year from now, what weight do you want your body to be? And were you to achieve that specific weight, what would that do for you? How would you look? What would it feel like? 
What would it sound like to you? How would you be different? Who would be impacted by this difference in you? How does that feel to you? What does that look like? The clearer that you paint this picture, the easier it is to determine the path you need to take to get there. So if you have a weight loss goal, a specific weight that you want to be in one year, go past the number to what it looks, sounds, feels, and even tastes and smells like. That's right. Use every one of your five senses that applies to this area of your life, no matter what the goal is. Now, before we go any farther, evaluate this outcome. Is it doable? Is it realistic? Is it reasonable? That last one isn't an absolute. I'm all for setting unreasonable goals if you have the confidence to go for it. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to talk about that confidence for just a moment. This is Mary Beth Lodge on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Emotional intelligence has been documented to be the most important skill for a leader to move up in an organization. Leaders Playbook will unpack what emotional intelligence is, why it is important, and how you can raise your emotional intelligence for yourself, your direct reports, and your team. Join Dr. Relly Nadler every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern, to the Leaders Playbook on the Voice America Business Channel. Your success, your success could depend on it. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We're talking about goals again today. And I've just had you go through what goal or what outcome you want a year from now. Where do you want to be? What do you want to be different? 
And I asked you to take that outcome and evaluate it. Is it doable? Is it realistic? Is it reasonable? And I just spoke about the difference between a reasonable goal and an unreasonable goal. An unreasonable goal can be a great asset, but you have to have confidence in order to achieve an unreasonable goal. And I do love unreasonable goals. It's what entrepreneurs are made from. It's what has given us every great invention and innovation that we've ever experienced. It's an unreasonable goal. But if your ego isn't big enough to carry you through to an unreasonable goal, if you don't have a built-in sense of confidence that exudes from every pore of your being, or if you've set this goal before but not accomplished it, then let's start with a reasonable goal, one that you are likely to accomplish, even if it does push you a bit past your comfort zone. So is your goal doable, realistic, reasonable? Do you believe that you can accomplish it? It's the belief more than anything else, even in an unreasonable goal. It is the belief that one can achieve it that carries one through. So let's make your goal even more specific. How will you know that you've achieved that goal? Is there some way to measure the accomplishment? If your goal is about your weight, it might be easy to measure. It's a number on the scale, right? Unless you've increased muscle mass and strength as a part of your weight loss process then weight might not be a very good measurement. Then it might be some other measurement, perhaps a body fat measurement. You get the picture. How will you measure your goal? How will you know when you've gotten to the result or the outcome you want? Now, you'll want to get a piece of paper, something to write with. We have some things to write down before we're done to really make sure your goal is as powerful as it can be. So, I'd like you to do something with me. Now, if you're driving, you're going to have to do this later because I want your full attention on the road. But if you're listening to me and sitting in a quiet place, I'd like you to do this with me. Just for a moment, picture, imagine, or think about yourself at the end of this very year, looking back at the process that it took to achieve your goal. See, imagine yourself at the end of the year, and your goal is done. You've completed it. You've achieved what you set out to do. And I'd like you to look back over the process that it took to achieve your goal. It's like standing on a bridge and looking back at the path that led you there. What do you notice as you look back? Can you see the steps that it took to get there? And what about the roadblocks? What were the roadblocks in your path? What obstacles did you have to overcome? That's right. Take a few minutes to get clear about the journey, knowing that you can't know every step to take, but just getting a general sense of the journey, the major tasks, the main activities that led you to where you are in your own future. And feel how good it feels to be at the end of the journey, 
to have accomplished the goal. Feel the surge of feelings, emotions that flow through you, pride, joy, confidence, and excitement. That's right. Now, allow those powerful feelings to flow through you, like a giant wave or a bright beam of light. Maybe it looks like a color or has a sound. What is the sound of success to you? What does it feel like? Let that pride, that joy, that confidence well up inside of you, flowing out beyond you. And just surround yourself with that wave of light, that beam of success. That's right. Good. Now, as you look back at your path, let yourself become aware of the steps that it takes to get to your goal. Let yourself become aware of the solution to any obstacle that may have fallen in your path. Maybe from where you stand, you can even see how you got past an obstacle or met a challenge with confidence. Just take a moment to notice what you notice. Okay, now, take a nice deep breath and move back into this moment and get that piece of paper and something to write with. We're going to make a list. I told you that I like lists. You've just accessed your wisdom, and I want to make sure that you get this on paper so you can be really successful. So at the top of your paper, write down your goal. Remember, make it specific and measurable. Make it personable and doable. Now, I'm going to suggest that you work backwards from your goal. Or if that doesn't work for you, you can work forwards, whatever works. But just make a list of the steps to get to your goal. If you're working backwards from your goal and you've just done this little reflection exercise, what was the last step you took? before achieving your goal? And then what was the step before that? If you're working from this moment and writing your steps in a forward motion, what is the first step you took to achieve your goal? And what's the next step? Just list out each of the tasks or the steps that it takes to get to your goal. You see, it's like walking up a set of stairs. What task is needed at each step to get you to the top? Do you see what I'm doing? I'm asking you to move into actions. Name each action step you will need to get to that place a year from now that you want to be. I know you can't know every step it will take. I also know... You can't wait for everything to be just right before you get started. You have to move forward, even if you don't know exactly how you will get there. But you can design a path, like creating a map. A map doesn't show you every detail of your journey. It gives you a direction to follow. A map doesn't even give you landmarks to look for. It just guides you to follow a particular path. And this is what we are doing today. We are designing a map for you to follow. So make that list of the steps it takes to get to your goal. 
And now looking over your list, let's again ask those evaluation questions. Can you do this first step? Is it realistic? Is it reasonable? Does it push you just a bit? Good. Put a time frame on this first step. When will you start it? How long will it take? How will you know when this first step towards your goal is finished so that you can take the next step? The answer to that might seem obvious to you, but make sure you know very specifically how you will know to move forward. The steps towards your goal should be progressive. They should make sense. If you have a weight loss goal, you may decide to focus on your food plan first. Then you might add in the exercise plan. And then you might have to adjust one or both of them depending on your progress. You see, if you know how you're measuring your progress, then you know whether you have to make an adjustment. But in that logical process, in those steps that you're taking towards your goal, you may also need to address how you cope with stress, how you calm yourself, or how you express your feelings. Those might all be steps that you have on your list. But you don't do all of them at once. See, when you walk across the room, you do so by taking one step at a time. You usually don't think about how you walk. You just walk. But you still only take one step and then another. You've made a list of steps so you know which step to take first and which to take next. And again, I've asked you to evaluate each step. Is it doable? Realistic? Reasonable? That's a good start. I hope that in your goal, you've given yourself a little bit of a challenge. It's in the challenge that we sometimes get motivated. Not an overwhelming challenge, just a bit of a challenge. You see, if it were boring, mundane, and easy, you would have done it already. There should be a bit of a challenge there. So as you describe that outcome, and you've made that map of steps to take, the next thing we'll do is look at the obstacles. Especially if this is a goal that you've set before and not completed, I want you to consider what are the obstacles that slowed you down, got in your way, or stopped you completely? We started to look at this last week, and if you did your homework, you've got a good foundation. If you've just jumped in this week or you haven't yet written down those obstacles, that's okay. I'm going to ask you to consider them now. Write them down. Was the obstacle that stopped you before something from within you? Or did it involve your environment, the things around you? Obstacles that come from your environment involve something outside of you. It can be a schedule, your own or your family's, that's an obstacle. Maybe you work crazy hours or you work a day that is longer than 10 hours. Maybe you have an on-call schedule, so your time isn't always predictable. There are lots of schedule kinds of things 
that make it a challenge to focus on a new goal. That's okay. We'll start there. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll start with that obstacle that you've identified that's outside of yourself. This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you're listening to the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Find out which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We've been talking about setting goals and identifying the obstacles that might interfere with the goal that you want to achieve, the direction that you want to take, or the outcome that you want to have a year from now. We talked about obstacles coming either from inside of you or outside of you. The obstacles that come from your environment are the ones that are outside of you. A schedule, your crazy hours, a workday that's longer than 10 hours, or an on-call schedule that said that your time isn't very predictable. Maybe it's your family. Maybe your children are in lots of activities and you spend more hours in the car as the chauffeur than you spend on meeting your own needs. That's pretty common, don't you think? 
Maybe your work involves some form of service work that doesn't lend itself to predictable meals or an environment of healthy foods. Whatever the obstacles you have outside of you, whatever challenges are innate to your life right now, just write them down. I know you haven't found a solution yet, but let's look at this again. If the obstacle is a part of your environment, the solution probably involves some sort of negotiation. Negotiate with another parent to be a transportation buddy. That's a win-win if both of you gains a few precious hours for self-care. Negotiate an agreement with your significant other to keep all the junk food in one location that you agree is off-limits for you. Negotiate short moments of exercise in, throughout your day rather than one long block of time. Managing your environment is relatively easy once you recognize which challenges come from your environment. If you truly want to achieve your goal, share it with your family and ask their support. They love you. Let them rally around you to encourage you and to challenge you. Let them help problem solve a solution to the obstacles and challenges that come from your environment. Sometimes another perspective is all you need. Now the internal challenges, the internal obstacles, these are your opportunities to change more than your physical outcome. The internal challenges are your opportunity to change how you think and who you are. Many people I've worked with have a little part of them that hates being told what to do, even when they are the only one telling themselves what to do. It is interesting how our little defiant self can so easily get in the way. We tell ourselves these silly things. I'll do what I want. Nobody's going to tell me what to do. Oh, I'll do it when I'm ready. Why do I have to change? I'm not the problem. I wonder if you recognize one of those statements in yourself. And I wonder if you can allow yourself to shift your defiance from a behavior that gets in the way to a behavior that keeps you moving towards your goal. Stubbornness can be an asset when it comes to changing a behavior. Because if you can align with your defiance, if you use your stubbornness to stick to your commitment, it becomes a great strength. Suddenly, that defiant part is an ally in your goal. That's what really works. Taking that inner part of you that used to get in the way of achieving a goal and using it to propel you forwards to get it done to be successful. Maybe your internal challenge is about feeling stress or overwhelm. Recognize, recognizing the inner challenge allows you to reframe it. If you are overwhelmed with what you might learn or how you might make the situation something you feel confident in, then you can make a change in how you address that situation. The same process that we just designed for creating a map to get to your goal works for overwhelm, too. 
Breaking the process down into little steps, little pieces of a greater puzzle, can get you back into action again. Can you learn a new way to calm yourself? I don't mean switching from potato chips to Cheerios. I mean practicing a relaxation exercise at the end of your day or taking a walk in the crisp air to burn off the adrenaline that you needed during the day to get through it. Find a solution that addresses the real need. Let go of the way you used to cope with something that upset you. Let yourself find a new solution that is healthier. If you've been listening to this show for any time at all, you've learned new ways to train your brain. You've learned to take advantage of how your brain works by changing your thinking. You can do the same thing here. If your internal challenge involves your self-talk, change what you say to yourself. If your internal challenge involves avoidance, give yourself a better strategy. I'm going to use another weight loss example here. Many people tell me that they are emotional eaters. Perhaps that's something that you define for yourself. Maybe you call yourself an emotional eater. You know what that really means? is that a person eats to avoid emotions. Usually an uncomfortable emotion, but sometimes it can be any emotion. Let me tell you, three hours of eating doesn't stop the emotion. In fact, it only serves to make the feeling more uncomfortable and adds a new layer of emotion called guilt on top of it. Every time you do that, it triggers a dopamine cycle in your brain. We've talked about this before. Dopamine the evil twin of the neurotransmitters in your brain, the chemicals that cause brain cells to communicate or allow brain cells to communicate. Dopamine initially gives you a sense of relief, but it is very, very temporary, very brief. Because as the dopamine flows through your brain, it causes a surge of guilt. More discomfort, more eating, more dopamine, more discomfort. And again, more discomfort, more eating, more dopamine, more discomfort. This is like getting on a hamster wheel and not knowing how to get off. There's a much simpler strategy, and it is much easier. It might feel awkward at first, maybe even a little uncomfortable. Are you willing to simply play with it until you get it just right for you? Try this. Before you put anything in your mouth, take a minute, maybe even less, And allow yourself to become aware of whatever feeling or emotion you're experiencing. As you do this, separate out the feeling from hunger. I have a client who describes it as, is this stomach hunger or is it mouth hunger? If it's not stomach hunger, you're not hungry. Be aware of that. If you allow yourself to simply observe your own self, the feeling will flow easily and release quickly. So if you kind of put yourself in that position of watching yourself, you know, that shifting to third person as if you're seeing yourself on TV, you move yourself out of an uncomfortable place and into a place of awareness. And you can observe that feeling as it flows through your body or where it locates in your body. And you can observe it as it releases. 
and it does release. But when you try to stop the natural human emotions that we are designed with, it's like trying to reverse a waterfall. Sometimes as you notice the feeling, you might ask yourself, do I need to do anything with this? Do I need to take any action to resolve this emotion that I'm experiencing? Sometimes we do. We need to express our feelings to someone or set a boundary or clarify an expectation. These are all very valid actions that you might take. To get to your goal, you might need this new strategy. So now let me take you back to that list you made of the steps that it will take to get to your goal. Now that you know some of the obstacles that have slowed you down in the past, it is important to incorporate these obstacles into the plan. Add the obstacle and the new strategy you've decided into the list of steps to take. So maybe your list now looks like this. Maybe your first step is to decide on a food plan that works for your body. And the second step might be to prepare for the requirements of that food plan. For example, if your kitchen is still filled with holiday treats but no fresh, fresh vegetables, it might be difficult to follow a food plan that includes fresh veggies with each meal. It might be too easy to grab a high-calorie snack before a meal because you're hungry. To ensure success, you might have to go grocery shopping and replace the treats with lower-calorie options or choices that match your food to your energy needs. And then the third step might involve another of your environmental obstacles, like what snacks are available in the house, how visible they are to you, or where they are kept so that other family members can enjoy them. And the fourth step might involve in allowing yourself a new strategy for your emotions or learning a way to calm yourself in a way that doesn't involve food or alcohol or other harmful habits. Now, that might not have been a part of the first list that you wrote, but it's very important to include it. You see what we're doing here? As you develop a map to get to your goal, you are discovering the obstacles as well as the path, and you are preparing for both. You're making it easy to be successful. You're making it doable. You're giving yourself a direction. You're giving yourself a guide so that you can stay focused on getting where you want to be. So that a year from now, you really are looking back at yourself, feeling that feel of success, and reveling in how easy it was for you to achieve this goal. Now, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about decision and commitment. That's right. This is Mary Beth Lodge on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Good morning. Thank you for joining me again on What Matters. We've had a great discussion on developing goals and addressing both the steps that it takes and the obstacles that might occur in your path, being prepared for them. But there's one more part to this discussion, another internal change, and this one is crucial. It's a decision, a decision and a commitment. You've decided on a goal, but you have to decide that you will achieve it. Decide to do whatever it takes to achieve your goal. Make it non-negotiable. If you've decided that your goal is a particular weight, and one of the steps to get there is exercise, make the decision now to do the exercise. Don't wait to make the decision until you are actually going to exercise. That's trouble. Make the decision that exercise is non-negotiable. Let me tell you a little story. Several years ago, I was training for a hike that involved high altitude and strenuous physical conditions. I had to exercise. And I had one of those ski glider things that works my arms and my legs and developed my cardiovascular system. It was a great tool. The only problem was that I had this whiny chatter of self-talk in my head every time I got on it. 
And it would take about the first 10 minutes of complaining to myself about how hard it was and how boring it was and how non-productive it was to be on a machine that didn't even go anywhere. Fortunately, I knew myself well enough to know that after the first 10 minutes, the chatter would stop and I would start to feel really good. Of course, we all recognize what that is. That's that endorphin surge that comes from exercise. And although at the time, I didn't know how to change my thinking. I was very young in this work. I did know that the negative thinking wouldn't last long. So my strategy at the time was to simply make it non-negotiable. If I got on the exercise equipment, I made it a rule for myself that I had to stay there at least 10 minutes. Because once I had been working out for just 10 minutes, my mindset would switch. My body would feel free and move easily. And I could then keep going for a really long time. And it felt good. And it was really a good training workout. But before I ever exercised, before I ever got on the equipment, I made the decision. I made it a non-negotiable action. And I made a commitment to a particular goal. Now, with that kind of a hike, the stakes are high. You know, they're going to leave you on the mountain if you can't keep going. So, you know, it, it, I had some pretty strong motivation there. But it doesn't matter. You see, when you make a commitment to a goal, when you go to the result and feel how good it feels, the goal becomes clear in your mind. So it becomes a choice that you make. And once you're clear about your goal, it's not so hard to take each of those steps. You see, with my training, I acknowledge that there's a part of me that wants to whine. I know that about myself. I just don't usually let my voice speak that. But I allowed myself to have the feeling without allowing the feeling to dictate my actions. You can do this. There are things you do every day that are non-negotiable for you. And I don't know exactly what those are, but you do. You have these things you do, and nothing gets in the way of your doing them. Maybe it's brushing your teeth, or maybe it's a morning meditation. I don't know what it is. But I know somewhere in your day, you have actions that you do that are no longer a daily decision. You just do them. That same ability can apply to a new goal that you are setting for yourself. You can apply that ability to an obstacle that interferes with your goal. You can decide now and allow no exceptions to that decision because you want to achieve this goal. Remember that defiant part of you? That stubbornness? This is where you use that stubbornness. This is where the defiance becomes your ally. I'm going to achieve this goal no matter what. I don't care what gets in my way. I'm going to get to that outcome because I know when I get there, it feels good. I know it's what I want for myself. I know this is right for me. And I know it will make a difference. You see, that stubborn, defiant part of you can truly be an ally. So now, 
go back to that picture, imagination, or thought of looking back a year from now as you have successfully completed your goal. Let that feeling carry you forward today through all of the obstacles, the tedium, and the successes along the way. Move forward now with confidence towards this goal that you deserve. So do you have homework today? You bet you do. Get that clear picture in your mind of where you want to be. If you haven't finished that list yet of the steps to get to your goal, then finish it today. Add in the plan for your obstacles. Negotiate your environment. Set up your support, either from within your household or with friends that are aligned with your goal and your decision. Make your decision and make a commitment. And then there is only one thing left to do. You have to step into action. Take that first step and then take the next step and keep going. You want this goal. You deserve this goal. And if you've set a goal that makes you somehow different in a good sort of way, then the people around you also benefit. Think of the great role model you are for your family, your friends, your co-workers, your colleagues. Now this is how you make a difference. And they deserve this as much as you do. Now, on my website in the coming week, we'll be adding some more tools to the website to help you stay on track. You can watch for these postings as the week evolves. You'll love what you see. And I want to hear from you. I want to know how you're doing. I want to know what goal you've set for yourself. I want to hear about the progress you're making. You can call in and talk to me during the program next week. Or you can send me an email if you're not listening live. I will be happy to support you and to hold you accountable. I am committed to your success as much as you are. You see, I believe in you. I believe you deserve the best of all that is for you. I believe that you deserve to be the best that you can be. And in doing so, you'll make a difference in your world and in the world that all of us live in. I want to thank you today for joining me on What Matters. And so as we close this program today, Again, I invite you, take the action to get to your goal. And who will you touch today? Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. And I want to congratulate you on spending this time to really get clear on your goals. You're demonstrated that you are worth your own time. Take this a step further. Move into action. Make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week.